You think that I'm running in place? Y'all really testing my patience. Right before I blow up the spot, I had to get back to the basics. What if my talent is wasted? You see, but I'm lacking the basement. Thoughts as I rap in the basement, but my come up is legend is greatness. Welcome to the Dennis Postuma Show. I'm your host, Dennis Postuma, and today I have a very special guest, Oliasha. Oliasha, welcome to the show. Hi, Dennis. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you on. Uh, we've we've been friends for a while now, so I want to go ahead and tell our viewers a little bit about yourself and what you got going on in business right now. So I'm Oliasha, and also known as Not Basic Blonde. I have over 1.8 million on Instagram, and I have a celebrity podcast, so I'm host and founder of Not Basic Blonde Podcast, and it's mainly podcast with over 8 million downloads, and it's available on all the major podcast platforms with famous guests like Dean Graziosi, Gabby Bernstein, Mel Robbins, Jamie Kern Lima, Ed Milet, and others. And also, I have my brand, Not Basic Blonde, which I established at 2017 and I started back I mean I so I started my brand in 2017 but previously I've had over nine years of IT project management experience in telecom and also I've partnered with nationwide brands world recognized brands with over 200 world recognized brands and also, I'm a fashion editor for Fashion TV, and I'm a fashion host for Amazon Live. My goodness, what a day must be like for you. I'll tell you what, Oli Asha, you're the, every time we talk, it's like, I, I wonder if we ever sleep. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, keeping the day busy. I love it. So what's your, what's your favorite part of the day with all the different businesses? Do you have a favorite part that, that well, really I have sticks different days some days i film content all day some days i record podcasts some days i do a lot of meetings and admin work and just trying to figure everything out and other days i just do live shows or depending definitely on what's going on that week because yeah. it's always changing that's awesome that's so what what is it do you feel like what is your most successful part or what does success look like to you right now in your life? Like success is mostly not just about being financially successful, but also having a family. And one of the successful things that I've done in my career, I think that I was able to evacuate my family from Ukraine and which they were severely affected by the war in Ukraine. So I was able to bring them to us and to evacuate them and before that I had family emergencies so I was able to help my family because of my job and because of what I do I was able to support them through that and as far as other successful moments so I guess I established incredible podcast which yeah. had so many exciting reviews and feedback on it and I know it's life-changing for so many people and I always get messages people are saying it changed their lives and it has so much great info where they can get free advice and they can get an incredible information from experts 
And the neat thing about the thing that I, first of all, that's awesome to know that you got to evacuate your family and everything. That's really, really cool. And that's one of the beautiful things about entrepreneurship and, and being successful. But yeah. secondly, the thing that I, that I also really appreciate about you, Oliasha, is you're so kind and so nice to talk to and so humble for as successful as you are. Do you think that has to do with, uh, let's talk about a little bit of how, how did you get into entrepreneurship and how did you work your way up to that from, from coming over here and whatnot? So I came to U.S. when I was 17 and uh, my mom was mail order bride and we came with $200 in two suitcases and I had to start everything over. So I really had to start working since I was 17 and support my family, support everything and also I mean it was a rocky route I had to work a few jobs sometimes but I was able to put myself through school without any student loans or any of that and after I built successful career in project management I worked with very famous telecom companies like AT&T, Cricket, Verizon, Hotel, Sprint, and I've done huge projects for them. I handled like over 100 million a quarter projects. And that I've done it all myself as far as trying to find a job, looking for a job. And first, it was so funny how I even got into industry because I, first time, I tried to get an an internship and I went to a bank and I just walked in the bank and it happened to be the lady from the bank was there and she was the president so she gave me a chance because she adopted a daughter from Ukraine and okay. she felt connected to me so she really gave me a big opportunity and I started working in the corporate office and managing cash and checks from 20 branches at 18. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I already, so I was working in the bank and I was working in the restaurant and I was going to school all at the same time. So, yeah. So man, project management came naturally to you just because of your own life, probably, huh? <laughs> yeah. Also, I even started um, affiliate marketing when I was 13, I was selling cosmetics. So I had oh two five people under me. So I started early. Well, that's a good way to get into entrepreneurship. How did you make that transition from, so, I mean, doing affiliate marketing, how did you make that transition to um, being an entrepreneur from working in the corporate world, like with, with doing project management with like telecom and whatnot? So in 2017, I finished my project early, like way before deadline and companies got bonuses. They were so happy about it, but all our, I mean, the whole team, lost their jobs i mean they were because we finished project too early oh geez okay and after that honestly i applied for over three thousand jobs and i have incredible resume i have a lot of experience and there is nothing wrong but i guess the universe was telling me to do it my own way and to go on my own so that's when I started in 2017 I started my blog not basic blonde and I started posting on Instagram and I was posting kind of not as often at first but then I I did it like um twice a day sometimes and after um brands started noticing me and they started reaching out to me so then um 
one thing led to another and I started getting brand partnerships. And you have, and you've done a lot of partnerships. And I mean, a lot of people are, a lot of great people have been on your show. What, what is part of your, what really drives you to, to do what you do? Well, I get a lot of feedback from my fans, from my followers. And when they tell me it's life-changing for them, it really keeps me going because they say, well, really, you really helped me to fix this. You really helped me with this. And now you changed my mind about this and I improved myself about that. So that's kind of definitely rewarding. So that keeps me going. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome to be able to affect lives like that. That's for sure. What are, are there any memorable moments that, that in your, in your podcast that were really life-changing for you that you, you were just like, wow, this is why I love what I'm doing or, or are there so many that you can't remember like two or three? Yeah. Every guest has very unique story and every guest is so unique that it's like every episode, my podcast is like box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. So, yeah. So incredible stories and so much great advice that every guest is just brilliant. It's, it's so amazing. I said that the other day I was done. I had, I had three podcasts to do throughout the, the day and I came home and I was drained. Right. And I just, I sat down and I told my wife, I'm just like, Oh my gosh. She's like, she's like, what's, why are you so tired? I said, I feel like I went to a year of schooling today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just absorbed so much knowledge that it's just yeah. like, yeah. And you can't get it. It's like you're getting all the the bits and pieces of so many great stories all in one day. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. So pretty amazing feeling. Yeah. (laughs) What would you say the best advice is that you've ever got? Well, the best advice I received was always to rely on myself. Mm -hmm. And basically just do it because sometimes we, I mean, we procrastinate so much and we just sitting there and thinking like, how would you do it? How would I start? How would I do it? I don't even know how to do it. Well, sometimes the situations taught me in my life that sometimes you don't even think you just do it because like what we've done with my mom to evacuate my grandma from Ukraine and she's bedridden. It was impossible. And to carry her through Europe in our hands, sometimes putting, lifting her up and putting from one car to another because there is no transportation, there is no accessible uh, equipment for handicap. And we've done it. We went through her visa interviews and all that. And other so many things that I had to go through in my life, they were so hard. But when I think about it, it was so hard. I don't even know if when I was thinking about it, how would I do it? But when I was just doing it, then it just happened. (laughs) Massive action. I love that. I tell people that all the time, Oliasha. I tell people, I'm like, you have to, people, so many people go through paralysis analysis. So many people. If you look, and I'm sure you've seen it, you, where you see somebody who's ultra successful and they're, they're not the smartest person in the world. Yeah. But they don't, they don't waste any time. They just money loves speed, success loves speed, and they just go for it. I can tell you that that's one of my reasons. The things that I've learned over the years is just massive action right away. Because if you overthink it, you probably would have been like, oh, there's no way we could have got our our grandmother out of here. There's too many, you know, red flags and things that we're going to run into. But instead, you just went for it and, and course corrected as you went through it. And I love that. Even I now, love- people ask me, how did you build your brand? I was like, I don't know. I just 
was doing step by step, a lot of work every day, consistency, and yeah. it just happened one day. Yeah. So it's what it, and it really is. That's a, it's complete discipline and consistency every single day. Mm-hmm. And every day, like you said, we've talked about this a couple times now. It's every day is going to be different. Yeah. And you can plan and plan and plan and try to attack the day as best you can. But then there's so many different ways you're going to have to course correct. And yeah, sometimes even like so many situations happen in the family, and you have to just drop everything and go and help or go and do it. But you have to put your business behind. But still, you don't give up. You don't forget about your business, and you're still going. Yeah, and that's what I love about entrepreneurship. And when you're you're dealing with other entrepreneurs, they're understanding from the aspect. Usually, <laughs> they're usually understanding from the aspect of those things happen, and there's not a lot you can do. You just gotta. You just got to roll the roll with the punches and go, go with it. So I love that. So uh, as far as like, if you could tell yourself at at 20 years old, one sentence, what would it be as far as from all the knowledge you've gained now, what would it be? Don't waste your time in toxic people and toxic situations. And definitely be very selective about your surrounding and be very selective on where you waste your time on and if it actually will benefit you in any way or actually will break you yeah yeah it's amazing you know with having the five people that you are surrounded with that being the average of those five people it's amazing that it takes so long to kind of break away from some of those relationships because you've had them for so long or friendships that you know are toxic or, or even just minimizing some of the contact with that so uh i've learned i've learned all that i've learned everything the hard way so it's it's ingrained in my head <laughs> so um what do you think keeps you grounded oleasha you mean in a spiritual way or just in general just in general i, I mean you I mean, you've been through so much, but I mean, you're such a, a really very kind person. How do you, how do you stay through that, through the midst of all the fogs? Cause there's haters, there's things like that. And you've become so successful. How do you, how do you just keep grounded and so humble? Well, I definitely have a lot of it every day and yeah. have so many people's opinions and all that. And it can be definitely unpleasant. And I just learned not to take take it close to myself and if someone took time out of their day to talk and think about me probably I'm very special yeah (laughs) (laughs) I like that that's good yeah I'm probably very special I like that that's a really good way of looking at it that's uh I mean I'm gonna have to put that one in my in my memory bank for next time I I run into a hater and Um, they might think so bad like I always think I feel sorry for them because there's probably so many bad things happening in their life at that moment that they had to really take that time and go and find the person and really upset somebody. Yeah. (laughs) Is there, is there anything that you've learned about social media with your marketing and whatnot that has really, really helped you or really, really hurt you that you want to share with our viewers? What really, really helps is just, consistency definitely and sharing a lot on social media I mean sometimes you have to share some personal stuff people love it because it kind of I mean they feel connected to you because when they follow you for a while you become kind of part of their family I guess part of their 
normal routine like I would have that you know when you watch movies or when you watch a reality show you get attached to the character right so the same thing happens in social media as well and that's how you build your tribe that's how you build your following that's how you build your business because those people support you without yeah. them it wouldn't be my brand yeah <laughs> Do you feel like that you like once you became a little more vulnerable and open that they just started like the following just kept getting bigger and bigger? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a, I'm I'm working on that myself. So that's a, I wondered, you know, it's it's hard sometimes. It's it very is. hard to it's very hard to open up and just, you know, kind of share. And uh, I, I think you do a really good job at that. Was there anything else that you want to share with our viewers that they, they may not know about you? I'm trying to think, but sometimes I think I have a really good sense of humor, but not everyone might see it at first. They might, I mean, I sometimes might come off as like serious person, but you know, I'm very funny and very fun to be around and that. And also, I mean, I spent six years, eight years in gymnastics, rhythmic gymnastics. Oh, really? So, yeah and wow. i teach in dance belly dance <laughs> oh my gosh that's a that's that's amazing i didn't even i didn't know that about you so that's interesting that's really interesting and the thing i think that the sense of humor thing i think it's we're so we've got so much on our plate and we're so busy that we look so serious all the time yeah that, that people don't realize that you have a sense of humor too that's 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 how i am anyway yeah <laughs> so how, do, how does everybody follow you and how do they uh, listen to their podcast and how do they get a hold of you? Sure. My podcast, Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major podcast platforms and on Instagram, it's NBB podcast. And my main account is Not Basic Blonde underscore. And you can find some blog posts and more info on notbasicblonde.com. And I also read a children's book. And you can find it on Amazon and it's called Cutie the Unicorn. It's okay to be different. And it's for our younger generation that it's okay to be different. It's okay to be themselves and it's okay to look different and we should never judge. So that's kind of basically my brand's slogan as well. I love it. And Oleasha, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for sharing on my show. I really, really appreciate it as always. And uh, I appreciate everything you do. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. All right, thank you very much. We'll see ya. Okay, bye. bye. Look, I am just a man on a mission. If I want it, then I get it. I go. And if you're trying to test me a beast, you gon' need Liam Neeson. The chance that you're taking is flagrant. You're testing your luck. If you think you'll make it out, then you're sadly mistaken.